It's time once again for a journey inside the twisted minds and unfiltered voices of your favorite sisters. Jamie. How did I know that we were going to have a freaking mating ritual going on? And Paula. And all of a sudden it turns into... And now prepare yourself for the ugly truth. Welcome to the ugly truth. It is episode 64. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear ugly. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Like everyone, you know, should be standing up. I know. I should, I, we should be here. E- engines revving. S- gentlemen, start. Oh, start God. In fact, I saw that joke once. They're just like, you might be a redneck if you think the last line of the Star Spangled Banner is, gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> That's funny. No, unfortunately, uh, just like everybody else, I age. And although I'm fighting it every step of the way. I'm like, way, how old are we this year? 38? I'm still 38. Okay. Yeah, I I'm, I, It's my 30 faux birthday. And um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so oh, that's uh, cute. Well, it's from Sex in the City. I can't, take, oh. I can't take credit. I wish I could. Yeah. So yes, it is my birthday, and I protest it because I like to live in denial at times that I am not getting older, but I am sadly. What happens at some point? Um, I will be grateful that I'm aging and not dead. So I mean, I should be embracing the fact that I'm able to have the luxury of watching my body slowly decay to oh elderly. My God. Well, you know, I th- I'm thinking like, you know, when you're younger, you have certain milestones to look for, like turning, you know, turning 13 and then turning yeah. 16 and 21, and then after that, I think it's only 20, 25, just because your car insurance goes down. But then, <laughs> yes. But then, like you know, from 25 to like you know 50, it's kind of like a lull period, you know. But I mean, it's a good mm-hmm. period because you're usually getting married, having kids, all that kind of stuff. Right. But I mean, not really anything to look forward to. But I bet you, when you get into like your 50s, you start thinking like you know you can get all these discounts for being old and like oh my god, you know, no. I'm I'm just saying I don't know. You I don't will. Know. I don't know if I will, but. I well, you're you'll you're be getting like, my generation magazine. You're inherently elderly anyway. I'm like a hundred years old. I am. Yeah, so you're looking forward to those things where I'm literally clinging to the last shreds of collagen in my face. I just don't even look at myself anymore. Well, we see what <laughs> happens when I do it by accident. Well, here's the thing. It's upsetting. When I turned thirty, I was bummed because I was no longer a twenty-something. You know hoochie mama well i was puking sick pregnant when i turned 30 so i was just happy to i was i was actually pregnant too when i was 30 god yeah i was so puking sick and it was just such a miserable the whole thing was was just a miserable but i mean i didn't even care it was my birthday i'm just like i just want to die i'm just (laughs) Just like let me leave me alone i could care less it's another day of throwing up i don't care what day it is (laughs) It, it, it totally is and then i really really hated some of the milestones after that i mean i'm not 50 or anything <laughs> well the one milestone yes i'm over 40 and i and i hate it but the deal is is that i got freaking carded for alcohol still and when i gave him you know we've talked about it i gave him my id and he's like oh my god you could have fooled me like, so, Gee, I mean, thanks jerk the key i have found is sunscreen moisturizer and lots of water and exercise that seems to be the thing i am avoiding injections at all costs but i will absolutely get them when it's time i feel like i am just like lightning speed ahead to 40 because i'm not there yet (laughs) and i just like it doesn't even matter it's kind of like that that feeling of like you know maybe the earth went went without gravity and i'm like clinging to you know every little blade of grass i can And I don't know what, it's not like I think, you know, suddenly when I wake up and I'm 40, you know, like I'm going to be dead or I don't know what, it's just. No, it's just that you, you know what it more, it's, it's more that it's. I think it's the scales are tipping. Like, well, yeah, you're, you're on the, you're on the backside of the mountain. I know the dark side of the moon. That, and you look back (laughs) going, I have done fucking nothing. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, we have kids and and everything, and that's an accomplishment. You know, we've populated the earth a bit, but I mean, it's just, you know, we're not running big companies or, you know, saving lives. I don't even have, I don't have a college fund for my kids. I don't even have a retirement for myself. I'm just like, I'm literally, I don't know. You panic a bit. It's, yeah. So, well, let's talk about you being old because I'm not there yet. Let's, let's. Don't deflect. But anyways, so- I decided to honor you today on your birthday, yes, you and did. 
last night was furiously <laughs> searching for, you know, a flower delivery that wasn't going to cost me like basically the whole price of the flowers. I don't know. Yes. You know, it's mur- it, it's it's murder is what they get away with with flower I delivery charges. Your, by the I way. received your flowers. So, yes, I picked out a very cute bouquet. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks, you know, bright and fun and cheery. And so I picked that one. And then you posted the pictures today on Instagram. And I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it literally looks like they went into their back parking lot and pulled like the weeds that were growing out of the cracked cement and then stuck it in there and I'm just like yeah. what? what is this crap I'm like that's not and you're like thanks Ugh. and I'm like oh my god how embarrassing <laughs> I'm like don't tag me in that I don't want people to know I sent you that <laughs> shitbag bouquet well what was funny is when it came I thought it was cute it is cute you know I mean I I didn't expect anything anyway, so anything you give me. but still, I mean, what am I, four? I mean, I probably would have been better, you know, literally like picking stinkweeds and bringing them to you than sending whatever that was. I was... um, I was was, humiliated. (laughs) I was working out, okay, and they they were (laughs) delivered. It was like late morning, like 1130 or something. I was kind of surprised I expected them to show up at, you know, like eight o'clock tonight or something. No, no, they, well, uh, nobody, I guess it's nobody's birthday today. So, except for me. And so um, I was working out and Mackenzie, my 18 year old had got off early from school. And so she knocks on the door. She goes, can I come in? I'm like, yeah. So she comes in and she's laughing and she goes, here, Aunt, um, Aunt Bobby got you these, which is you. And I said, oh, how sweet. And so I was looking at them. They're really cute. And, you know, finished working out, took the picture, and I thought it was really great. And she, but she said, she goes, the um, person that delivered them was very sketchy. What? And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, well, first of all, they showed up in a hearse, a green hearse. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> One of the windows was broken. What? And she came out and she looked like she was a drug addict. And I well, said, she probably well, was. She probably was. Oh my! She probably put that bouquet together. She's like, oh, I'll put some of these and these. And what are those things called? Jern pom poms or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, oh my god! So you got you probably had your flowers assembled by a meth head, and they yeah, and and they're probably you know at a funeral home that like or no, they're a florist slash like sympathy funeral home place and. They got the flower order and just slapped it together. They don't know how to make happy flowers. They only do dead ones. Yeah, this is... Um, Bet you... <laughs> I, do you want to know the name of it? Of the florist? Yeah, they gave me a business card. It's Fresh Look Florist, where art and floral meet. That's a bunch of crap. On the back, if I buy three, four, five... If I buy nine more flowers, I get $25 off God. my next order. I'm never using Pro Flowers again. <laughs> I think that's who I ordered from, proflowers.com or something like that. Well, I mean, look, it's not a it's not like it it's not dead. No, but I mean it was just a very like pathetic looking book. It literally reeked cheap. And I'm not saying that they weren't because they were. But I'm just saying, like, God, give us people who don't have, you know, a crap ton of money to a little dignity when you're sending the flowers. Like we yeah. you know it's the cheap bouquet. I know it's the cheap bouquet, yes. but for heaven's sakes, you know, I mean <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it didn't have like a, a wick coupon attached to it or something. <laughs> or here's a food stamp for you. Right. You know, or, yeah. or is something like a coupon. It does have a coupon. Oh it my did. god. It did have oh a my god. <laughs> well I apologize. Don't I apologize. There well, it was it, the- Sing. This is absolutely the thought that counts. But <laughs> I I knew that, first of all, it was very sweet of you to send them. And, you know, because you're my sister, actually, I would probably do it with anybody where, I mean, I, I can look at something and know the value of, you know, they have the small, medium and large and then the deluxe, you know, flowers that you can choose from uh, on that Mine was website. like, you know, the basic picture package where you yeah. get like you know four wallets and the class photo and a five by seven yeah <laughs> right and so to me it was the thought i i appreciate it because God. you know we, are, we all struggle with our finances and the fact that you were willing to do that i thought that was very nice i'm surprised the vase wasn't bright yellow with the word flowers <laughs> and black print on the front remember yeah, when the generic, generic food aisle <laughs> the generic I, food oh my I'm god i'm so glad they stopped doing that it was just a big yellow aisle remember the generic beer or generic soda. <laughs> well, I don't know why they just felt the need cereal. to put the words on there, like, you know, Yeah, beer. like, you won't know. Cereal. You know, well, like, well, what I mean, kind of cereal? What does it matter? You're poor. You'll eat it anyway. Matter. You're going to eat what we give you. <laughs> Rice. It's 50 cents. Take it. God. Tomato soup. Catsup. <laughs> <laughs> right? Bread. 
In a big yellow sleeve. Jeez. Bread. Well, what do it they do like, for mustard? Like mustard. Like, yeah, duh. That's well, usually there you what go. mustard. You saved a little money well, no one was embarrassed to buy free. mustard, I guess. Like, no, we'll, we'll buy all the mustard we need. I, you know what? I do recall our mother purchasing generic a couple of times. And we were, I mean, sm- we were young. We we're like, how dare you? Well, it's embarrassing these? to walk around with, you know, a bunch of yellow items in your cart because everybody <laughs> knows what they are. I know. You know, at least they've... Well, they clearly know because it's it's scripted quite large and clear on whatever package I think some of them even had the word generic on there. So oh, I mean, I'm sure. You know what? Sometimes I wonder if she just did that to, to mess with us. No, mom didn't care. She wouldn't, she wouldn't care enough to mess with us. <laughs> That's true. She's just like, I have the all. I mean, my God, I can barely afford that. So if you have to eat food that's yellow, I don't care. <laughs> Noodles. <laughs> juice. Whatever it is. <laughs> what kind of juice? What do you care? Doesn't matter. Be grateful just, you have it. Just get the can opener and do the, the oh, triangle God, thing. Oh, God, right. The, <laughs> the big cans of juice. Jeez. But yes, so it, I, I knew it was the economy bouquet, which was fine with me. I thought it was Bab. very sweet. But I will tell you, I I knew you would not be pleased because, you know, when you ordered the economy or the small bouquet for anybody, you should at least be able to think that you're going to get a lot of green. You know, at least it'll fill it Some out. foliage, and it nice right. And this has none. I know. When I saw that, I'm like, what, what is that? I just, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was just like, that, that's it? You know, and with it delivering everything, Jamie, I'm not kidding. That thing was $50. (gasps) Oh, my God, Paul. I would totally complain. I would absolutely complain. With the delivery and everything, it was like 51 something. And so that's why when I saw that, I'm like, are you effing kidding me? I'd be pissed. I think the delivery fee was almost 50% of the cost because well, I ordered you know them what? last she's night. She's got meth to buy. I mean, she has Sudafed well, apparently, to yeah, Walgreens. She, she's got meth to cook and, you know, yeah, a family to not gas, feed. And gas money, you know? <laughs> for meth, not for her car or hers. It was, she looked I, like a witch. Why didn't Mackenzie take a picture of it? She should have. I know. Wait, I didn't even think of that. Was that sarcasm? Did no. they, like, know oh, because no. it was your birthday, they decided to drive up in a hearse to deliver your flowers? <laughs> oh, my God. It was a bright, happy bright fucking cream. birthday. Old she goes, hag. she goes, you know, she goes, mom, you know, those cars where they they're normal in the front and then she they didn't look even like you can know. hold a coffin. And I said, oh, you mean a hearse? She goes, yeah. And the window was broken on the side. I'm like, oh, my God. It's because someone who probably wasn't dead was trying to get out. Help, I'm still alive. I could Shut up back there. You. I was so excited to tell you because I knew you'd Jeez. be furious and it would be funny. Well, so. I mean, my God. Well, I mean, I would complain personally. I am totally going to do that. You should. You should absolutely do it. I mean, they'll never advertise on our show, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? We'll just... (laughs) We'll just pick another one. Right. We'll just pick another... We don't don't need to worry about it. Right. Oh, God. I just... Did we just shoot ourselves in the foot? No! Oh, my God. No. There's nothing the uglies love more than some retail therapy. And now you can support your shopping habit and this show by visiting UglyTruth.com. Jamie and Paula have picked some of their favorite online stores and products and put the links in their new Ugly Mall. Remember, the Ugly Truth will never charge you for audio content. So this is the best way to support the show. That's U-G-L-E-E-Truth.com. And now back to the show. Okay, so, okay, happy birthday to me. Thank you for the flowers, blah, blah, blah. What about you had on the complete opposite end, you went to the doctor and had your your nose scanned. Yeah, so. How did that go? The nose drama continues. Like, I'm starting oh to think, like, they have that whole saying, a pain in the ass. And I'm just like, you know, I'm going to coin it a pain in the nose. Because yeah, I've not, way I've more never painful. had a pain in my ass, but I, the pain in my nose, I've had. So it's been, and, what, yeah. like, a month and a half now that I'm dealing with this, whatever pain in my nose is. And so I got referred to the ENT doctor finally. And I'm thinking, oh, finally, you know, I'm going to get answers. She'll figure it out. You know, so I go there. She looks at my nose and she's like, well, I'm going to put this camera up your nose so I could look around. And I'm like, yay. So she was really checking out the one side. And I'm thinking, okay, she's found something. You know, she's really right. She put this (laughs) segment of uh, my nose is brought to you by Littermaid, the litter box company. When you need cat poo to be cleaned. Rely on Litter Maid. Let's see if we can hear the chunks falling into the bucket. Oh, Toby, I expected more from you. <laughs> really disappointed. God. But maybe it was just number one. In but, our palatial recording studios. Yes, because, you know, and I don't know how often my... It, it never fails. Thank you, Litter Maid. <laughs> um, so she pulls the thing out and she's like, well, everything looks good. And I'm just like, What? 
So I started crying because. Oh my gosh, I would have been so cr- upset. I was so upset. I'm like, not even a polyp. And she's like, honestly, she's like, I was going to take a swab, but there's just nothing in there. And I'm thinking, well, <sighs> of course there is. And I probably have like the cleanest nose in the world. I mean, who's actually going to go to an ears, nose, and throat doctor with boogers in their nose? I wouldn't. Oh my I, God, I would If I would she not. had said that she was, there was something in there to take a swab, I probably would have freaked out. I'd be like, what? No. Oh my God. Can you imagine the kind of things that she must pull out of people's schnozzes? I, I don't even want to know. I just. I'd be like, can you please blow your nose? Because I'm not even touching it. <laughs> right. Oh, what? You think because you're here at the ears, nose, and throat doctor that I'm not bothered by a nose full of snot? <laughs> what? You think I don't put my pants on one leg at a time? Dude, blow your fucking <laughs> nose. I'll be back in five minutes. I'll at least give you a moment. Well, I would be like, listen, we can do this one of two ways. You can do it. <laughs> Or I can do it. I would and never pro- pick promise someone's you, nose. you don't want me to do it, Jimmy. I almost gagged picking my own baby's noses. Oh, like, I, oh my you gosh. know when they get those little tiny, and their nostrils are like Dixie straws. They're so little. You can't get anything. Even a pinky with a nail, it's really no. tough. Oh no, you'll scratch it. Gosh, and you know what? It always starts out looking like it's a tiny booger, and then you freaking like. Oh my god! It, please stop it! <laughs> please stop! <laughs> it's got roots. Oh my god! <laughs> Gross. All right, so stop it. Just tell me your stupid nose story. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. So then she says, get a CT scan and, you know, we'll talk about it afterwards and see what that, you know, comes up. So today was my CT scan. How did Um, that go? So I'm sitting there and I don't know why this always like, maybe other people do this, but when you're in the waiting room and there's like other people there, do you ever just kind of like, well, I know you do this. You look around and I'm thinking, I wonder what they're here for, you know, and so there was an old man sitting there, like, watching a tablet. There was, like, this guy across my way, and he just looked so angry, but he was all business-like and dressed up. And I'm like, well, what are you so pissed off about? You know, maybe, what, are you too good to get x-rays? Or, what? you know, I was just <laughs> oh, like, God. I don't know. And then there was another guy who was all tatted up, and he got a tank top on and, like, a hat on, and he was kind of checking me out. And I'm like, hey, all right, hey, you know? There. So that guy, they call his name. They're like, Andrew, or whatever it is. And so he stands up, and he walks right past me, and he was wearing, um like, flannel pajama bottom type things and as he walked past me i did a double take because he had something (gasps) flopping around in his pants and i presumed it to be an extraordinarily large penis oh my god i wish i was like what what and so then my first thought i'm like i wonder if he has like that Priperism or whatever that what's that the large ball syndrome no the erection that won't go away because <gasps> jamie it was oh. like there was like a jostle in his pants <gasps> like something was jostling around in there and i was just like oh you my sure God. it wasn't like an apparatus like a colostomy bag or well something? hold on so then <laughs> i'm waiting i don't know why it maybe they only have so many texts doing certain things and so sure. i'm waiting for my turn and he comes back out to sit in the lobby and i'm just like all right i need to check this out further because i just good you know i wanted to make sure what I saw was what I really saw. Right. So he starts walking this way and he's walking kind of quickly, but it appeared that there was some sort of like packing or or like maybe an ice pack or something was in there. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I wonder if he's getting his balls like scanned or something like maybe he got hit hit with something or maybe he's got I don't know what it was. But then I was just like, poor guy. He's like walking around in pajama pants and he's like flopping around with this giant you know Did he have a girl with him like a mother or a girlfriend or a wife he was alone that's unfortunate he needed a girl to be with him or a guy whatever but But somebody even so he was still checking me out and then i was thinking why would you be checking me out when you clearly have some sort of (laughs) apparatus in your some kind of issue going on something going but you know that's just guys for you you know know maybe he was maybe he was just grateful that he still felt some kind of arousal even in his condition. So speaking of men, there was an older gentleman watching a tablet and this nurse comes out and she's um, ushering this l- older lady. They were probably in their 70s. Mm-hmm. And so he was listening, watching a movie on his tablet and she comes out and he like perks right up and it's like, it's literally like his his face just lit up and Aww. he took out his little earbuds and he's like, well, there you are. How'd it go? And she's Aww. like, well, I feel a little rattled and he's just like, well, why don't you sit down and I'll, I'll get my things and we'll go home. And oh, so, so I'm sitting here watching this, you know, Almost thinking about getting choked up and sure. So, but the funny part was, is she's like, well, I think I'm going to stand, you know, I've been sitting a long time. And so he's 
putting to you know away his earphones and everything and he couldn't get his tablet to turn off so he was kept fussing with he's like well this doesn't make sense why won't this turn off and blah blah, blah. and so she's standing there so like a minute or two goes by and i start getting annoyed because i'm like all right the cuteness put is the over thing put away. the stupid thing away your wife obviously Walk just out. had some sort of procedure you know and, and so the girl that was sitting next to me i think she was watching the same thing and so they finally left because he finally figured out how to turn it off or whatever. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that was so sweet. She's like, yeah, I'm all, but go figure. You know, a guy can't stop, you know, from obviously she had some sort of procedure and she was saying how she was shaking out feeling good. He's like, well, why can't I get this tablet? I'm like, you know what? Go figure a guy would be messing with his technology, even though, you know, oh, don't mind me. I just had some sort of medical procedure and I'm 80. But, you know, please, <laughs> please, by all means, take your time. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So anyway, so the CAT scan to be determined, but I mean, the Good. truth of the matter is, is I probably just have either a freak sinus infection that won't go away and the antibiotics I took didn't work, or I have some sort of inflammation or something and... I, They'll give you steroids. It, yeah, it's probably yeah. nothing. And so, you know, it's just ruining my life. Uh, yeah, well, that's all. But you it, know what? You know what would ruin my life more or what I probably couldn't handle is if I was the mother of this child that got attacked by a dog. Absolutely. Well, I showed you the video because, uh, shocker, you were the, I think you were literally the only person in America who hadn't seen the video. So well, I showed you know, it to you when yesterday. you live under a rock, you just, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just like, what? The reason that I wanted to show you this video, and you already kind of know the story, but I wanted right. to tell the story anyway, is that this actually happened to me. So assuming that everybody has seen this video, but and for those of you who are like me and live under a rock, there is a video that is totally viral right now about this little boy riding his bike, and there's this dog running around in the neighborhood, and he really he runs up to the little boy and bites his leg and like shakes it, right? He pulls him off the bike. By his leg. But the, the thing is that this cat literally came and chased off the dog initially, which is why it was such a viral hit, is that everybody couldn't believe that a cat, because cats are like the narcissists of the animal kingdom. Well, they don't give a shit about anyone, right? Yeah, that they would actually do anything to do for anyone other than themselves. So and that's so it was literally what I said when I saw the video. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, it's just like Arthur. Yes. So when Malia, who is 13, um, was two... We lived in a, in another house and the way, the way it was set up is that the garage door would be opened and if the door going into the garage from the house was open, it was literally like you could see to the street. It was right. a kind of a, you know, narrow house. So we were doing something and the garage door was open. The door to the house leading into the garage was open. Malia was on, on the couch watching TV because it was kind of in the morning on a Saturday. And I had come in to go to the bathroom. And when I came in, I came out from the bathroom and I came into the living room and there was a pit bull in my house and it was preying on Malia. Like, wasn't it look like, it, like it was seconds, but it was like, it was seconds, like it was Less starting time. to snarl. It was, yeah, it was growling and it was headed towards Malia in my living room. And oh it God. was so surreal. It would be like if you saw an intruder in your house, like you don't understand what the hell is going on well, for in your starters house. it's not even your dog it and so dog. it's like what what, what it's a, a random and animal it's in your house it's not like it was in your yard or something like, no it had wandered in and your two-year-old sitting on the couch and she's oblivious because she doesn't even see the dog and i walk oh. in and i'm frozen because i don't know it's not that i don't know what to do i know but what's for going a to happen. seconds you didn't get a chance you like i know what had i'm to process to right so by the time i walked over to get to this dog and I would say I would probably be running at this point. Right. Arthur, our orange tabby, who was about four years old, out of nowhere, attacks this dog. She, he was sitting on the couch with her and he leaps off the couch and he's like, make, he was a very vocal cat anyway. Yes, Arthur he was, was like, talker. and he was screaming and hissing and he was beating the shit out of this dog. Didn't you say he was like, it was almost like a cartoon. It's like he it was like running like, circles on the dog's skin. It was like uh, those the the cat where it's just a ball of string on a cartoon and all you see is like, like fur black and smoke. And, yeah. <laughs> That's what it looked like. And this dog freaked out, started crying and ran out the door. Mm -hmm. And what was funny, though, is in the video, the cat didn't go very far. He like ran it, ran it off. But that was where it ended. Our cat chased it all the way down the street down to the yeah the you block. told me that you said he ran all the way up the street the like way. ran the dog off he did literally and then the dog actually ran into his yard and the person mm -hmm. came out 
and was wondering why the hell this orange cat was attacking his dog because he's like what the hell but the dog had gotten out so arthur's like and stay out from that point forward and then he came walking back like a lion down the street in the middle he's like that's right he was shit full of piss and vinegar by that oh my god he was a spicy cat from that point forward, that cat never wanted for anything for the rest of its life. I know. Will, you told me when he came back, you guys are like, Arthur, our hero, yay! And everyone was him petting tuna, him, I think. You know, we gave him a whole can of tuna, and he just... Well, yeah, so uh, this is exactly what I thought when I saw the video, too. I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. god, that was like Arthur. And then I'm like, dang it, too bad you guys didn't have security cameras, because, I mean, I that could have been famous a long time ago. But I bet you there's other people who do things like that. There, Yeah, I'm sure there are cats that, that regularly run off animals well speaking speaking of fights we kind of wanted to give our little perception on the beyonce solange solange i don't know how to say her name solange whatever the sister Knowles. that's not famous yes the one that's <laughs> trying that was in to... destiny's child as like the token band she member was the mascot so <laughs> they were after the met ball that big fancy met ball that they do in new york they were in uh, the hotel elevator and they were going to leave and I don't know. We will never really know what happened. It doesn't even matter. No. But she w- got pissed at Jay-Z and got all, you know, ridiculous. And she, and like, literally assaulted him in the elevator. She tried to assault him. Luckily, there were guard, there were security. And so they held her back. And she even did the whole kicking thing, which cracked <laughs> me up. Stupid. I'm like, what are you going to do? You're, like, 95 pounds. You're going to kick him to death? This ex-felon, well, what you know, drug dealer. what got me was is that Beyonce literally just stood there. She looked, like, catatonic. Like, she literally didn't do anything. She was emotionless. Like, like it didn't phase her almost like it happens all the time or something. And I was well, just watching her and I'm just like, I don't understand this. And as much as I love my sisters, if one of them tried to attack my partner or do something like that, I would waste their ass. Because I'd be too. like, what are you? What the have fuck you are lost you your goddamn doing? mind? And if you're yes. going to attack or fight anyone, then it's going to be me. You can fight me. But you yes. know better than that. Like, any of us know better than that. And so right. it's just a poor decision to be anyway. So I wasn't sure how you felt about that because you're just like, well, I have my own take on that. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe she wouldn't waste the other sister's ass. I don't even, you know what? The thing is, is I don't care how long you've been married or when you've been with somebody or if, the, if you have a tumultuous family you know whatever um if one of my sisters started trying to assault my husband i would wedge my ass in there and be like what the hell do you think you're doing calm your shit and you know and what, i would though? probably push you against the elevator wall to get you away and then you know and the, the, but the problem is is then there becomes this you know tug and everybody's you know then all of a sudden the husband's trying to step in and say honey don't do that and i'd be like but the, fuck off this doesn't include you and is, see that would not mess with sibling affairs that's, that's what, what i, I was say. thinking is is like i would be more upset at my sister for losing yeah. their damn mind than for you know it wouldn't be about the fact that i was trying to protect my spouse it'd be like have no. you lost your effing mind yeah it's like do you know who you're dealing and with? like this you better me. check yourself before you wreck yeah. yourself and then if my <laughs> spouse tried to get involved yes. it'd be like get, they'd get the hand i'd be like you know what back off this is that'd be like dangerous you. dangerous you best be staying out of this. And yes. so even though they were the one getting attacked, I'd be like, you know what? You're fine. Regardless of what he did or said, that is never an appropriate reaction to a family member. She looked like she was probably drunk and stupid and got overworked up on something. And they they swear she was sober. And yeah, and right. That. Well, what do I? I mean, I it was know. the end of a party where like, you know, yeah. it's an open bar. And yet right. she was stone sober. I'm sure. You know what? I because Beyonce is the oldest, I think I'm <laughs> not Beyonce. What, what my point is, is as right. an older sister, as the oldest sister, I thought her lack of action was very detestable. I couldn't believe that she just stood there and let that happen. And I don't care how many times it happens. You just then you don't asso- then you don't hang out together. Well, you said that you thought it was because they were thinking, okay, there's cameras in here. If this gets I out, did. blah blah. But I'm like, that's so sad that yes, your business and your image is more important, or your first thought. Than when it comes to like right. your spouse or your sister or something like that. I'm like, I, yeah. it just kind of reminds me of like those times where you just kind of get in that primitive mode and it doesn't matter. Like everything around you suddenly doesn't matter, you know? And so it's right. just like, if that was us and we were famous or whatever, it's like being famous or my image would literally be like the last thing on my mind. You wouldn't care. No. Uh, the, only thing, the only thing I can think is that she is a loose cannon and they deal with her outbursts regularly. Well, I mean, yeah, like if she's like the runt of the litter and has, you know, and she's special or something and she just, you know, has like episodes, then she does have she does have mental. It's kind of like 
you know, if what was Put that? Some leather oh, in her mouth. It was in a steel magnolias where she was having like the yes. diabetic, you know, hand she rage, and she's like, "Don't juice. talk about me like I'm not here, Mama." Right. And yeah, exactly. and she starts waving her hands. She's like, "Shelby, Shelby, hold still. You hold still now." Drink and she juice. was like, Drink "Your juice. juice." And she was holding her hands so she couldn't like hit or hurt anyone. She's like, "Nope, nope, nope." Nope, nope. I know. You don't hit me, young lady. And so I'm thinking, like, <laughs> this is totally yeah. what they were like in the elevator. They're just like, Solon, pause. Solon, pause. Don't, don't kick. Don't kick. Control yourself. Yeah. Hold on. I don't, I'm you know what? Now. And the, the, the reality is, is that I think she is a little, um, uh, uh, uncontrollable. And so when she gets angry, I mean, I don't know how you could be so angry at, I'm one's telling husband. you, it's the thin ones when they deprive They're themselves crazy. of food. They literally, it's like, it's like the movie Madagascar, the lion. He couldn't control himself because he needed to eat meat. He's he so almost tried hungry. to eat his own friend, his best friend. Yes. And so that's what I'm saying is these <laughs> yes. women that are celebrities and they literally deprive themselves of food. They starve to death. They yes. see some, she, he probably looked like a giant juicy steak to her. And she's like, Rawr! and she's just like, I'm going to get me some of that. And so she was starving and she got into she a blind rage. Right. And then Beyonce is like, you know, if you had just eaten the hamburger Have a before steak. we left, you know, if you had just eaten with me before we went Look to the at ball, Beyonce. you would not be doing she's this. She's got big thighs and a big ass, but everyone because loves her eats. far more than this, this little crazy housefly. The least she could do is just maybe eat a sandwich or just fatten up a little bit, you know, I mean, skinny. You know what? I dated a guy once and I was because, you know, I am I've never been skinny my whole life. I've never had a skinny frame. I've always been curvy. I've always felt like I've had a weight problem. No, you're just very Hispanic in that regard. I just have a big ass and big boobs. Luckily, I have a small waist. So, it, you know, my point is I remember I was I was so paranoid that this guy because he was really cute. And I was like, I don't know why you would want to be with me that you're, you know, ex is tall and thin and gorgeous. He's like, yeah, well, let me give you a clue. Bony asses suck. And I'm like, oh. Oh, so he was an ass man. Yeah. What do they say? More cushion for the pushing? Well, just the skinny, bony, you know, is not necessarily what a guy prefers. No, they don't. I mean, every... So there's there's somebody for everybody out there physically. Sure. So whatever. Anyway, yeah, my point someone is, is that may one day like my white, you know, cottage cheesy, body. saggy, you know, mildly pimply butt. One day they'll be like, and hey, I like carbs. I, <laughs> I like it kind of flat. It's easier to Ow. slap. It kind of jiggles around. You look like a potato. I like potatoes. Anyways, so the resolve today is they ish- they finally issued a statement that the three of them issued a statement saying that they are a family. They have worked past it and they're moving forward, not looking back and they love each other. And, you know, above all, they're family and that's all that matters. And so the reason that I found it funny is that that, that this was such a huge news story is because, first of all, there's never any cracks in the Jay-Z Beyonce world. I mean, they are so know, private. Right? And they pay so well to keep their private life private that when things like this happen, you know, it's shocking. And so if they could be a fly on anybody's wall that has sisters who are creative and emotional, you would see that (laughs) all the freaking time. I mean, our lives were that elevator at times. I feel bad for Daryl because I know there's been times (laughs) where we've been recording and then we never scream, but it definitely gets into like a heated discussion sure. and it'll go on and so we're just like sorry dale just cut this part out you know, know. how many times have we told him to edit the fight just edit the fight just cut that out god yes. you know but i mean it's and and it's true though when if we've been in fights before or whatever and our spouses mm-hmm. have, or partners have been around and i think like occasionally daryl has like thought about trying to step in or say something oh no but it's just it's just not wise like it, it's like trying to trying to pick up a wet cat you know you just, you just have it. to let it alone and and back up because you don't want to get hit <laughs> and you just no. like you don't want to because i mean if they try and step in believe me they are not exempt from the tongue lashing that's going well, on that's the problem is that if they are foolish enough to try to net things <laughs> well, they'll out get it from both parties trying to be the reason of logic <laughs> and then what happens is yeah, now we both because everybody likes that when you're fighting someone to step yes. in and be the mediator and try and calm the situation and try to and try to solve the problem and the problem <laughs> is is that now you have two girls <laughs> who now have a focal point and now they can both turn on you and all of a sudden it turns into blah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're the cats chasing you down the street yeah, and you better run because at least we can agree upon that at that point. Like, 
We both agree. We we both wish I was dead. <laughs> Remember Richard Jenny? Yes. <laughs> yes. Where he's just like, when she has PMS and is drinking red wine, we both agree on one thing. We both wish, wish I, was I was dead. dead. <laughs> it's so true. It and is true. So, yes, we have had some epic battles. Stephanie and I... Oh, God, notorious. I mean, like oh, legendary fights. So Stephanie, and I, legendary. Funny, Stephanie and I have two. Hmm. Well, what Stephanie are these and things I have in common? Been physical. We we. Oh used no, to I've never physical. gotten physical. Yeah, see, she was dumb enough to challenge me physically. Heck no. But you know what? Um, I no, I I couldn't do that. I just no. I'd be the Jay Z restraining because I'd be like, don't, don't, just wait. I'll wait it out. I'll wait and I'll wait it out. I'm not gonna let you hurt yourself. Well, here's me. the problem: is Stephanie, as we've discussed, is brilliant verbally and so she can say things that will trigger anybody to go to go and want to kick her ass i'm not a violent person but i mean she's made me want to be violent exactly she's good at that and you know know, like i said it's her best and worst quality okay so funny thing that we're so heated and and passionate and you know we are fighters and yes i would think that like a celebrity or famous person or someone who's been in the spotlight would also be as assertive, but that is not always the case. As I've learned, as I'm watching Tori and Dean or True Tori, whatever it's (laughs) called. This show slash documentary type reality show has spawned because she wants to document her path or her story working through infidelity in her marriage. Now, I don't know why anybody would want to do that, but she is doing it. Well, I think it's really brave. And I think the part of the reason why she's doing it, which is the same reason why people do like the Dateline nighttime specials, is because they literally want to clear the air and they want people to know the truth instead of, yeah. you know, all these lies and all this stuff. Right. And actually, it kind of goes back to the Jay-Z. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, if we ever get famous, the statement that will be released is... <laughs> Paula was raging drunk and she was being <laughs> stupid. And so she thought she would try and beat up my husband and she wound up looking like an idiot. And so we're and good now apologized. because she feels dumb and she's not, you know, and she's drunk anymore, but we're fine. And so everyone else, you know, we can move on. I mean, who of us hasn't done that? And that would yes. be our statement, you know, because I don't need to conceal the fact that I'm human. You know, I don't. Yeah, I've never understood that either. The This Tory show now, I am. I know I have said a million times I don't like reality TV. And I I mean, there are elements of reality shows that I don't like. I came upon this one on accident. I was flipping around one day and I came upon like the first episode halfway through and I started watching it and I'm like, what is this? I don't even I didn't even know this show was existed. And I'm watching it by the end of the last 20 minutes of it that I watched. I'm like, man, Tori Spelling's kind of real. Like she's not right. And she's not the Beverly Hills brat that that you think she would be she's very real and i now have watched all four episodes because it is such a common occurrence in marriages Mm -hmm. when the mother finds her identity through motherhood or the wife finds her identity finally and it's being a mother where they start to neglect being a wife right and he is a douchebag he is he's a typical well i wouldn't say typical guy but his response is pretty he's very selfish he and is. he's very arrogant and he is a beverly hills douche what surprised me the most was is and I, you and i both said this when we were talking about it bef- uh, off off air is i'm like i'm just shocked at how normal she is like she's very like grounded. she doesn't have a nanny and she no. doesn't have like handlers like she literally because he went to rehab of course um for his nervous for breakdown three months, for his infidelity right because he couldn't deal with what he's done and he you was on what? drugs and alcohol Fuck and that. i'm just like you know what? what guy can what guy can and so most of them just have to get their asses kicked out and and I'm go just, stay yeah. on a friend's couch they don't get to go to rehab but whatever but yeah. she literally took care of her four children mm-hmm. on her own for three months. And and she did it not because, like, she, she just was thinking, like, well, what other options are there? And so, like, that just shows you how real of a mom she is because... Well, not only that, but, I mean, she's still working. I mean, she still has projects. Yeah. I mean, it's not like she's just sitting at home being a PTA mom. I mean, she's doing other stuff. She has money, though. So I'm saying, yes. like, she probably could have handlers or nannies or yes. someone there with her. Like, even Kate Goslin had, like, part-time nannies with her. But I have become... I have become uh, not smitten, but I have Well, it's become- very... 
compelling and it's- it is compelling because infidelity happens all the time and the the reality is is that at some point she's going to be willing to accept the fact that she started neglecting her marriage because she was incompletely totally in love with being a mother and it happens all the time. Well, I all mean, the time. and and you take it for granted. And you not think, well, just hey, that, we're having sex. But when your children start to outnumber you, I mean, yeah, really? you don't have many. I mean, it's just it just kind of comes routine. And yeah. she said that, you know, they made these promises to each other and all this stuff. And she's like, yeah, well, you know what? Shit happens. And I, yeah. I hoped that wouldn't happen, but it does. So I think even though they're famous, what they're going through is like, very normal. Very normal Not to the average Joe. Person. And so I, yes. I'm actually appreciative that she's doing this. It's very interesting. I'm I'm still not impressed with him. I think he's still acting his way out of this. I think he's... Well, I mean, if he's a sociopath and a narcissist, then totally. it's going to be an act no matter what. Well, what I... I'm just like, girl, you do not deserve this a-hole. I mean, really, this guy is bad news. I mean, But really she probably bad. is going through what a lot of women go through is like, I've had four kids with this guy. What? You know, I actually do love him and I've been married before. I'm in my 40s. Like, what am I going to do? Well, I mean, and that's the thing is she had said that, that they'd made all these promises when they first got married. I'm like, yeah, you were having an affair with him. You were his mistress. They found each other via affair. So why did she think that that possibly could never happen again? Because every woman wants to think they're the exception to the rule when they marry somebody who you know, regularly cheats on their spouses. And the thing is, is when it comes to cheating, it's not even, well, I'm not saying it isn't, but men are just, they're not like women, you know. Sex is sex. There's no emotion. And and cheating and affairs is almost in some ways like completely unrelated, you know, like it it doesn't, it it does impact the marriage, obviously, but it's not about the other person. It's not like, well, it's not that I don't love you or I don't like having sex with you. I just like to sleep with other people, you know. Well, then don't be married. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's how guys view it sometimes. No, but but what I was going to say is that, you know, he says, you know, I want it to be the way it was before. And it's like, yeah, you guys were having an affair. You viewed her sexually in a mistress naughty you know taboo sort of way and then you segued straight into getting married and then she got pregnant like immediately well of course she did because she was in her 30s yeah and so there was no marriage you went from an affair to parenthood instantly and so what did you think you were going to continue having an affair with your wife i've read books before on relationships and marriage and love and stuff and they say literally People should not get married or move in or do anything until after they've been with the person for two years. Because they said the first really? two years is literally like the puppy love stage. Well, uh, well, that and everything that could possibly happen can happen in, a, well, I think, a year. You have to see how, what each other's like when they're sick. They said two years. Family problems, work problems, big fights, you right. know, all of that stuff I think can happen in a year. It can happen but- a year, but they said that because you still are totally enamored of this person that you might pass it off as, you know, you uh, kind of like well, dismiss it. But after two years, then you don't, you're kind of like, it's I guess you're just a little bit more saturated with the person and so you kind of start to see them a little more clearly. In other words, you can be like, I'm actually sick of you right now, so can you go? The character flaws will either be like, eh, I can live with it, or they're just like, you know what, this really irritates me. <laughs> like I You know, when when Daryl and I were first seeing each other seriously, we weren't living together or anything. Mm-hmm. He was kind of an asshole, and he knows this. This is not a this well. Is nobody's not a perfect. Him. Everybody has character flaws. Well, he was he was kind of harsh, and he didn't really speak respectfully, and I feel like I'm entitled to a certain level of respect, and I expect it. And if you don't give it to me, then you're done. No matter what I'm doing, if I'm fighting with someone or it's passionate, I never, ever, ever hit below the belt. I just don't do it. No. And because so, it's cruel and it's mean and it's unloving. But so many people don't like follow those, you know, Geneva Convention relationship right. rules. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't follow those rules when I'm fighting somebody I don't know. But well, when obviously, I don't give a shit about it. I'll sit there and tell them how ugly and fat they are if I, you know, right. if it's Which a stranger. Which I totally do. Oh, my God. I do it all the time. But Everybody the, does. He was. I do it to somebody who, you know, ran a stoplight and made me slam on my brakes. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, God, you're you like- fucking moron, stupid <laughs> idiot piece of shit car blah 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 no my point i what i was trying to say is that <laughs> now i don't even know why i even mentioned I'm, it at this go point. off on tangents yeah you're stupid i'm stupid well i was gonna say something and now it's like it, there's no validity you, to it why would i call every why would i call daryl an asshole and then try to give you an example and of what i was I just meant? telling you i don't hit below the belt but you just called me stupid <laughs> i said it no okay you're not stupid you're fine 
what I was trying to say. Oh, Are you going to be mad now? No, that feels better. No, you're not stupid. You're fine. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you, Jamie. Thank you for validating my existence. <laughs> I feel so good now. <sighs> okay, so Daryl used to be an asshole when you guys were dating. He didn't talk very nicely. He wasn't very nice, and so I actually broke up with him. And I said, oh. you know what? I don't like the way you talk to me. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I go, you're rude, and you're harsh. And he's like, well, I don't understand. I'm like... I'm like, you do understand. You just don't think before you speak. And that is offensive as well. So bye. And so he was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nope. I don't. And I even said this. I'm like, look, my dad spoke with to me like that. I'm not interested. Oh, I'm gosh. not interested in being yes. with somebody who talks to me like that. So I'm done. And so he he actually worked on it. Like most people don't change. I mean, some people will change. Well, I mean, if it's worth change, it to them, they will. If it's worth it. So he did. And so I was willing to give it another go. Which kind of surprises me because you don't normally do that kind of thing. Like he begged me. Well, he was persistent. So he was I very mean. persistent, and I got weak. Hey, hugs, producer Dub here. On behalf of Jamie, Paula, and myself, thanks for downloading the show every week and telling your friends about it. Without you, we wouldn't be able to share the ugly truth with the world. And now back to the show. I remember one time, although it's kind of a moot point, my ex. It was early on when we were dating, and. I don't know what happened, but he came from a family of really loud, like, like when you get angry, you just talk louder because then that means that, you know, your point's going to get across because maybe they didn't hear you correctly. And so we were in the car one time driving and we were having like an argument or whatever. And then he literally like screamed at, you know, like he said something. And so I got really quiet and he kind of stopped and he's like, what? And I'm like, when we get home, I want you to pack your shit and get the fuck out of my house. And he's like, what? I said, Never again will you, and I'm going to ins- basically ensure it because you're going to leave, will you ever scream at me? And so I said, so I want you to, again, pack up your shit and get out of my house. And I said it very calmly. Oh. And then he just kind of got quiet and sat there like, are you serious? And I'm just like, D- D- what, you think this Dead is a- You think I'm joking? That's a heart attack. <laughs> After that, he never screamed at me again. Like, never once. He was able to change. Well, what's funny is that I find it, I always find it fascinating that type of men that are so persistent in trying to be with one of us because it really takes a strong person to be our boyfriend. Or so, let husband. me ask you this when you were dating Daryl. Did you like what? just try and like put everything out there just to see if you could get him to go away? Uh-huh purposely make things like really difficult or hard or palatable (laughs) just to see like how much shit he would put up with no but what i what i was really good at doing is um being indifferent and uncaring because that's like the his worst punishment it really is if i act like i don't give a shit it it freaks him out the silent treatment is is like i might as well you know take (laughs) off like stab him in the heart (laughs) he absolutely can't take it 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 kill it literally kills him (laughs) yeah it's so bad okay we need to do the ugly and awkward moment of the week. And then after that, I absolutely insist upon telling you the okay. story about my fish. So ugly and awkward moment of the week. And it never fails. I always start the week out thinking like, well, it's been pretty quiet. I don't think I'm going to have anything this week. And I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I say that to myself because I think I like really believe that something like maybe my life will be quiet and peaceful, but no. Like this, this will not. This will be the week that you won't have something to share. You know, I in my job I visit different businesses and clients, and so usually when I'm there, I'm working and and um, you know, I'm there for a few hours, so I'll go and get coffee or whatever they have. And so right now, I think I have PMS or something's going on. But when you tend to have <laughs> larger breasts, it doesn't really yes. matter what you wear; you'll probably perpetually have cleavage, even if you're wearing, yes. you know, short of wearing a turtleneck. It just happens. And even even with that, your boobs stick right, out. Right, you, you they're can just, engage, They're engorged. Yeah, so I, know. Yeah. I wasn't wearing anything low cut or whatever, but when you're wearing something that's, you know, form-fitting, it just kind of pushes everything up. And so I'm, sure. and I'm really PMSing right now, so my boobs are massive. So I'm in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and there's another older lady in there. And so we're just chit-chatting, getting some coffee. And this company that I'm at, they don't have creamer. They have, like, the little individual creamers, like, at a restaurant. And so it's up on a shelf, so I'm reaching up, and I just go to grab a handful and I pull my hand back and one of them flings out and it flies through the air 
and it landed perfectly between my breasts. Like the little tab like slid right between the cleavage. Oh my God. Because it, it, it like stopped. It's like catching a ball and it didn't bounce or reverb anything. It was like, boom. Did the did the sweet old lady witness this She watched event? the whole thing. Did she give you a 10? <laughs> I'm like, well, that's, that's so embarrassing. Funny. So I removed the French vanilla creamer individual oh, packet from my breast and i said well uh, uh you know and i didn't really know what because what do you say you know it's like one of those things well, that's where one way to get well you know me i'd be like well that's one way to get milk out of there isn't it <sighs> you know i'm so glad i didn't <laughs> say that but i would have and it would have been embarrassing and it would have been my awkward moment of the week she kind of like looked forward and she's like oh okay you know and i was just like um i'm like well i guess they're good for something or i i don't know i said <laughs> something stupid so you did say right something. and so she's just like well yeah. i guess it's better than me than some of the guys because it, it's a very male driven company and so i'm like yeah really i'm like i probably would have never heard the end of that i mean imagine being the hr chick that (laughs) caught a creamer between her boobs in front of some guy that's a good trick they would never stop talking about it it would never never end and so i was just like well i'm like you know only me would be able to cup and catch you know a non-dairy creamer that fell between my boobs so there you have it. I was, I felt, I felt like a boob. <laughs> so tell me, uh, have you done something bad to your neighbors yet again? Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, this is, this isn't a stretch by any means, but it was embarrassing. Daryl, um, his work gets tickets to the giant, the San Francisco Giants games. And when they go unused, they will say, hey, if anybody wants, you know, this date or whatever, let me know and you can have them because we don't have any clients who want to use Next them. Next time that happens, say yes immediately and give them to me. Yeah, I didn't even think about Gee, you, actually. Thanks. I'm sorry. Yeah, I Next time I will. So uh, Daryl received a pair of tickets and um, our neighbor um, is a really big Giants fan. So Daryl had the tickets. He told the guy, he goes, can you go on this date? And the guy said, yes. Our neighbor said, yes, absolutely. So the other night, it was the first evening where it was really hot. It was like almost, it was like 98 degrees that day. And so I have this sundress. It's a white sundress. Now, I have big boobs too. So the problem with having big boobs, you the, the idea of wearing a strapless dress that has nothing built into it is you can't You might as well just it. lay your I mean, boobs in someone's palms. Or, you know, in your belly button. I mean, they just – ultimately, they're going to end up falling oh, down. Yeah. And although my my boobs don't sag that much, they're still really huge and it it's inappropriate not to wear a bra. <laughs> and so anyway, I'm wearing this dress and – it's I just wear it around the house. If I ever wanted to actually wear it in public, I would have to wear like a denim jacket because I'd have to wear a well, bra. Right. It, but it's like a really cute dress. And so Daryl gets home from work and I said, oh, you know, we really need to deliver those tickets because, you know, they need them. And OK, well, I'll walk over with you. OK, sure. So I'm walking. And then I realize I'm like, you know what? Is this dress see-through? <laughs> and Daryl's like, um, I don't know. So we were just walking. He goes, oh, I'm Didn't sure you'll you be do fine. the courtesy neighbor arm cross? Because, I mean, I go outside of my front door to, like, let the dogs go pee or whatever. And I don't give a shit what I'm wearing. But if and, – and most often I'm not wearing a bra. But if my neighbors are out, I'll usually, like, cross my arms <laughs> in front of my chest. I'm like, hi, evening. So they don't have to be, you know, assaulted. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'm walking with Daryl. And then all of a sudden I get really nervous <laughs> that – you're going to really be able to see everything. Like, hi, I've got a pair of tickets for you. <laughs> I was really nervous because it's super thin. And so I stood at the in the driveway. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm just going to wait here. So I it's stood probably at the driveway. worse from a distance. Well, let me finish my story. So Daryl, they have like six stairs up to their door. So Daryl walks up the stairs, knocks on the door. And I'm at the bottom just standing there like an idiot. <laughs> just waiting. Like I'm waiting for my child to trick or treat or something. Right. So I'm like, I guess I better. So I slowly start making my way up while they're God, talking. You're... And he's like, oh, hi, hi. I'm like, hello. And I'm like, yes, I'm the one that told you all about my surgery at Christmas. Oh, my God. It's the same cookies. neighbor, Jimmy. Yes, I know. So I slowly start making my way up because I started thinking, you know, they have floodlights. <laughs> and I'm at the driveway. And they're going to he. It's like. He can probably see through my dress, not just my boobs. I got really self-conscious. So I started walking up, you know, towards the door. I'm like, the closer I get, the less. Don't I'll walk see. too. Well, that's you what know? I'm thinking. That's what I was saying. Like when you said you were standing yeah. back, I'm like, no, they can see everything. It, yeah, exactly. It might as well have been wet. I mean, the whole, I should have been. You should have been coming out of a pool, slicking your hair back, you know. Right? So I walk up and I'm like, huh. So <laughs> but then I start, I start adjusting this dress and I start, you know, like, of course, bringing attention to the fact that it's completely transparent. Like anything and everything you could do wrong, you are absolutely doing wrong. <laughs> 
I did. <laughs> this is why I can't have nice things. This is why people don't. Why talk didn't to he me. turn around and be like, uh, "You can totally see your boobs right now." Because he would never, although I will say this, when we were there and he turns around and goes, yeah, you can kind of see through that. I'm like, oh, my God, what do I do? And then the door opened. I'm like, what, am I going to run away? Cross your like arms. An idiot, you know, God. what am I going to do? Yeah. Well, like I said, it was the least of my worries at that point. So do you think you, ex- you know, indecently exposed yourself to your neighbor? Um, You know what? I'm not sure he really focused on Daryl. Well, I think so. My guess is he probably did. His peripheral. Like, oh and yeah, I'm sure his brain was like, eh. We are on DEFCON 4 here. We are on high alert. Don't look. Use your peripheral. (laughs) (laughs) I just feel sorry for him because, you know, he doesn't, he didn't ask for any of this. Well, it's part of our charm, but it's like, we're like Spider-Man. It's our (laughs) gift. It's our curse. You know? (laughs) It is. It is. Luckily, I'm not ugly. You know what I mean? Like, well, not U-G-L-Y. I'm just a U-G-L-E. Exactly. We're ugly. Well, there you have it. Well, I think you won this week for sure. Oh, okay. Although it's funny. Both of our stories <laughs> included boobs. Oh, that is funny, actually. How weird. Anyway, okay. So we need to close yes. it up. But I have to tell you tell the me. story. And I'll try to I keep it I just got a very possible. quick text from you. You're like, I'm having a National Geographic moment in my backyard. I'm like, oh, well. Okay. So this morning, it, it was like 100 degrees today. So this morning I went out, it was like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And so I went out back to feed the dogs, make sure Bodega, our husky, had water in his pool because he's getting yeah. really hot. And so I was just checking everything out and I went to look at the fish. And we have a pond that has four pretty big goldfish because I- God, they're huge. They look like those kois. Yeah, they look like koi, but they're not that big. So because they've survived a year, and now I'm obligated to feed them because I can't let them die. I mean, that no, would be they've cruel. survived so, raccoons. They've survived, you know, oh, a whole yeah. s- you a know, four seasons and skunks and everything. Yeah. So um, I went out there and I'm like, why? There's four of them, and three are chasing one oh, of them, no. and they're viciously <gasps> chasing one. And I'm like, they're biting it and pushing it, what and the f- and the, the poor I hate that. The poor little thing is trying to like leap out of the water and I wonder if he's dying. That's what I thought. So I ran into the house. Beca- oh, well, that first, would upset me. I, I would food- get mad. I'd actually probably went up flushing the other three and saving the one little dead sick fish <laughs> well, that would probably die tomorrow. What scared it scared me. So I went and got fish food and, and threw fish food thinking like, no, eat this. Leave him alone. <laughs> I did. I'm like, come, come on, you guys. I'm sorry. Here. I'm surprised you didn't didn't like cut your own finger and drop some blood in there just to like try and distract him or distract him. I'm throwing fish food. They're ignoring the fish food. They will not. They they are relentless, relentless cornering it. So I go inside and I'm I'm very upset. And so I, I go inside. And I and I told Daryl I chatted with him. He must set like a timer on his phone or something. Like, well, it's it's <laughs> seven thirty. Jamie hasn't called yet. I'm sure there'll be a crisis soon. <laughs> you so call him I, all the I, time, honey. I don't know what to do. What? What if the, the three fish are chasing the other fish? And he's like in an important meeting. Like, excuse me, um, my wife is having a problem. They'd be like, well, well it is ten a.m. It's about time. <laughs> So I instant messaged him and I said, I don't know what to do. The three fish are ganging up on one of the little fish. I, I and wish it's really he disturbing. would save your instant message records and like create a book, you know, of like know. things my wife says or or things my wife messages me. I don't know what to do. The three fish are chasing the other fish and they're trying to eat I go, him. I go, it's very disturbing. And I go, and it's very violent. So did he tell he you said, to well, not watch? He said... Honey, it's the circle of life. You just got to let it happen. No, that's not an acceptable answer. And I said, I don't know what to do. I don't think I can just allow this to happen. Right? It's terrible. It's so violent and it's scaring me. He's like, well, I go, well, what would you do if you were here? And he said, I'd probably take the fish out and throw it in the garbage. What? Alive? He said, well, yeah. And I go, no. So so instead of it being eaten alive, I said, I'm going to let it suffocate in the heat. Exactly. These are not options that I don't I don't like these options. And he's like, well, honey, then just leave it. I said, and what am I supposed to do when I fish this half eaten? Yeah, fish just sit in my, my giant house and drink mimosas all day while a fish is being murdered by its, it's by its and it's siblings forever. So I'm like, all right. So I said, you know what? Oh my God. I'm going to just I can't I'm going to this. just let it go for a minute. <laughs> so I waited a couple of hours because I was afraid <gasps> to go out there and look. I I couldn't I, I was afraid I couldn't to look. It was good so violent. Turn my back on that poor fish. Imagine so, what, what has happened to you. 
I went out there Jamie, and it was still alive and they were still chasing it vigorously. You should be ashamed of yourself. I can't. <laughs> so, I, so then I went inside again. Were you crying I, yet? I, I, <laughs> yes, I was very upset. <laughs> I Googled. I Googled. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Hold on. Let me catch what? my breath. So you were what, Googling fish murder or? Hold, hold on. I'm trying to tell you. What What does one Google? I'm going to tell you. If you would just leave me alone for a minute and let me tell you. All right, go ahead. I Googled <laughs> three fish. <laughs> hold on. I Googled three fish are chasing one fish in my pond. I'm surprised you didn't go on some fish forum. Help! I did! <laughs> I did! I ended up in a fish forum. <laughs> oh my god. What has happened to you? What know. has happened to I you? You were on a oh fish god. forum. Like I was. Oh my there god. Is. There's a what fish do they call it? The so- pool or something? Like I don't remember, but all I know is that I found out what was going on. What is it? And I'm sure there are people listening who are going, You sad, pathetic. Girl. What is it? It's mating season for goldfish. What? And they, I have three males and a female. They were trying to bang her. <laughs> they were chasing her to have sex with her. I didn't know fish had sex. I know. Well, not how they don't have little how they don't have little penises or anything. Well, I was just going to say I, I've only seen a long squiggle come out of them, but that's usually poo. It's poo. But basically, what they do <laughs> is they chase her vigorously, trying to get her. I don't know why they do it. To be honest with you, but what to tire her out. They very rarely kill the female, but they're oh, well. vigorously pursuing her. Basically, she will lay her eggs, and the winner will fertilize the egg. Yeah, nothing makes me squirt out a couple eggs like, you know, having my body gnawed on or chewed and bit <laughs> and having my arms pulled off. I know. They were so physical. I'm like, they're trying, they're gangbanging so her in there. This took most of your day, I presume. It took all well, you day. Know what? And so, I, good for finally, you for Googling three fish chasing one fish or going on just, a fish forum. I was just so relieved that I didn't kill her. Because if I had taken her out and killed her, I would have felt really bad. So, were you telling Daryl about all of this? I did. Did you actually tell get him. mad at him? Like, at least I took the effort to find out what was wrong, and I didn't well, just, you know, carelessly and callously kill a fish. I did tell him that. <laughs> oh, I said, God. I go, listen, I go, if I had listened to you and your brutality, I would have killed a mating creature. It's just trying to so do So now you're going to have a crap ton of fish, though. Well, apparently when the fish hatch, they're called fries, and they mostly get eaten. By who? The fish do. The other ones, the big ones do. <laughs> They're fry- so it's like fish and chips in their own pool. Hi, yeah, son. Come them. over here. Let me bite your head off. Yeah, and then they eat them. Well, they're really like microscopic. They're really small. That's so, weird. well, I wonder if that's how they thin out their own herd. They do. That's the thinning of the herd. And then oh, the other thing is, I mean, survival oh, I mean, of long, the fittest. God, this- how long can goldfish freaking live? I mean, they've been alive for a year and a half. Know. They've got to be dying soon, right? Well, maybe, maybe it is the circle of life. Maybe these are yeah. like you know the next generation these be the replacement fish. God, so, that is yes, far was, too much for me to handle. I would have. I, I'll, yeah. Okay, so I, I had, went out there today. I went out there this evening before we recorded, and I checked on her because I tried to. <laughs> I thought, well, I could fish her out and give her a break. Like I could put her in another bowl or something. It's not like she's she, being raped or something. I mean, re- she's rest. She's so tired. She's been swimming all day. Well, she, she must be Jamie, She's a fish. She swims all day anyway. I know, but God, she was literally, it was very violent you and have, I was very upset. You have such a big heart. I do. No matter I what really anybody do. says. You know what? You would have done it. You were getting angry with me as if I was going to, because I turned my back on it. No, I believe me. I, well, so my first husband, when I was married, there was, <laughs> so when you get fish, certain fish are not compatible with other fishes. I didn't know this. And so we yeah. had bought some fish and another fish and the one fish were literally like hunting the other fish. They were attacking him. They were butting him. Oh, so God. like they literally had bitten this one fish's fins off. Aww. And he was still alive Police. and still trying to swim. And so I'm sitting there in front of the tank, sitting on the floor, sobbing because, oh, you know, I'm, I'm like, stop it. Leave him alone. I was flicking the glass. And, and so I <sighs> took the one fish and I hum- hum- humanely gave it a sea burial. Oh, that's good. I flushed it. But yeah. I also took the other fish and I flushed them too because I was. Oh, you you punished. Them I was for- pissed off. I'm like you animals. 
So well, there you go. And well, and you gosh. don't have fish anymore. No, I, I probably never. W- well, I won't unless you know the day that you know Olivia and Ryan decide that we must have fish, and then I probably will. All I know is that I did not sign up for this, and I don't. I mean, what is what is the most benign thing you can get in a pond? A goldfish. How did I know that we were going to have a freaking mating ritual? I would going have, on. Well, you know me. I probably would have had to have a Xanax or something. I mean, I could have had one. No problem. I would have started obsessively cleaning my house. You know, trying to distract <laughs> myself from the murder that's occurring in my backyard. Listen. You and I are not that too we're no. not that different when it comes to that. I was anxious about this all day long and then like, didn't oh, and you feel this. guilty being inside while you knew what was going on in the backyard? I hated it a lot. And so then Well, at least you have some peace now. You know what it was. <sighs> well, they're you know, well not only that, but they've actually they're leaving her alone. So she's going to lay the eggs now apparently. Or they've probably been know. laid and they jizzed all over them and I know, it's disgusting. Freaking well, fish. It just goes to show you it doesn't matter what the species is. Men, Men are just, you know. They're disgusting. They just want to shoot their load on everything, don't they? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Well, I guess that's a wrap for this week. Sorry that we were kind of all over the place, but hopefully you guys uh, buckled up and uh, enjoyed the ride because we had, I, I actually had, this was fun. This was a good one. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Um, hopefully everyone has had a great Mother's Day and is enjoying their summer. If you are thinking about doing a little shopping, please keep us in mind. Um, actually, we have noticed a boost in some of our things, so we greatly, greatly appreciate you thinking of us when you uh, do go to Amazon or Avon or yeah. any of our other links. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go to our website, uglytruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E, truth.com. And then you click on our Ugly Mall tab, and we have links to Amazon, Avon, and some of the other places. And um, if you are going to buy those things, it's... It's good because it also kicks us um, a little chump change to help us keep doing what we're doing and support the show. So we're very, very grateful for that. Also, we just want to thank everybody. We get little messages here or there and or tweets or whatever it might be. And um, it just really warms our hearts when we see people um, excited and happy about the show. And um, so thank you, everyone. I mean, we really feel like, you know, it's fun for us and we're so glad it's fun for you. So it's 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 a very good two-way street and we're thrilled to be doing it every week. And so uh, we look forward to more fun next week. But until then, have a fab, fab week and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Aw, aren't you sad it's over? Don't worry. We'll have another episode for you very soon. In the meantime, connect with the Uglies online at Facebook, Twitter, and at UglyTruth.com. That's U-G-L-E-E Truth.com. And don't forget to share the truth with your friends. See you next week.